So what I want to talk about is uh, the site, which is Nagar, not just the Sukkot, not just the Shana but to something which is much more clear than that. We know that the seven Ishbizim, we know each one of them had a unique, so to speak, angle in their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch and we know that on Sukkot, each day of the seven days of Sukkot, we, so to speak, focus on the relationship one of them had with Hashem. Hashem and Rabbah. Hashem and Rabbah is the day of love and Amalek. There's something which Teres Nigla doesn't do justice to explaining Hashem and Rabbah. We know that the Mishnah says that every day they used to go on the Mizbech once and Hashanah Rabbah seven times. They called it the Yom Rabbah. But more than that, we don't find in the Gemara or in the Paiskim much of it's access to the concept of what's happening in Hashanah Rabbah. So, what's the side of David HaMelech? And why does the day of David HaMelech need a special, so to speak, Different to others of Sukkot, a special din. And at the same time, everyone also knows, and this is coming directly from the Zayar, that there's a certain, just like the Yom Kippur, the Ile, is called the Chaisam. It's considered when Hashem seals the din, it signs the judgment. There's a certain Chaisam, there's a certain finality to Hashem and Rabbah also. What is it? What happened after Yom Kippur if you've been judged on again? It comes to the conclusion of Hashem and Rabbah. So I want to look at the seven Shpizin briefly. But look at the concept of seven Shpizin through the concept of Tfilah, through the concept of Davini. We'll find each of the Shpizin, each of the Avois, they daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but each one had a different Tfilah. And it's coming a Tfilah from a different angle. It's coming a Tfilah from a different aspect. And we're going to see that Ashman Esrei incorporates all seven tefillahs of all the Ushbizim. Each Ushbizim had his way of understanding tefillah and relating to tefillah. And like I said, in Shemona Esri, we bet him incorporate all of them. Don't take too much time, I know it's late, but let's just look at it briefly to understand a little bit the idea, and we'll see the beauty of how the tefillahs are structured. The first tefillah, the tefillah of Abraham Avinu. What does the Torah tell us about Avram of Inodavini? Where's the Tefillah of Avram? The Tefillah of Avram, if you look in the Torah, is the Tefillah that he davened to save Shtam. And it's like Kodesh Baruch If there be 50 Sadiqim in town, you're not going to save them. Okay, 45, 40, 30, 20. That was Avram's Tefillah. That was, uh, we learned from, the Gemara says, Mitzachim, Avram was taking Shachris. We learned from that Sadiqim. He went out in the morning to daven, and Makam HaShemad Sham, that's when he went to Daven for Stam. Okay, so we understand that Rav Avinu Daven. But what's the angle of the Tefillah? Where, which, where's the point of the person that the Tefillah is coming from? Look at something amazing. We know that Rav symbolizes Miras HaChesed. Really, the Chesed of Avram is the reflection of the Chesed of HaKadosh Baruch. HaKadosh Baruch is the real Baal Chesed. HaKadosh Baruch is the real Chesed. And Avram, what he was doing was trying to show in human terms, how to emulate the middle of HaKadosh Baruch And therefore, 
the Tvila of Avram is the Tvila of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're a Baal Chesed. And because you're a Baal Chesed, you should act a certain way. It's Khalilah for you. It's good, HaKadosh Baruch how can you do this? As the Baal Chesed, how can you let them be destroyed? Avram wasn't doing for himself. It wasn't any something. The point of the Tefillah was coming from the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're a Baal Chesed. And if you're a Baal Chesed, then either have a Chesed means you should, you should act with more Chesed. That's one kind of Tefillah. The Hoshana of the first day of Sukkot is the same thing. Hoshana, Leman Amitoch. For you, Hashem. Hoshana, Hoshana Leman Brisoch. It's for you, it's for you, it's for you, it's for you. The tefillah is for you. Because as you're about chesed, Kodesh Baruch, you have to act a certain way. You should be acting b'chesed. And therefore the tefillah is, so to speak, l'ma'ancho. And what he says in Shemun Esri? This is the first brach of Shemun Esri. We know always is the Mogin Avram. That's the brach of always. We're davening from the point of view of because of Kodesh Baruch. He's like chesed always. Or maybe God, if never name It's be'avo. He's the Melech Oizra Mashiach Morgan. It's coming from the point HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tefillah is because if you are Baal Chesed, then you should be acting with Chesed. So it's a Tefillah directed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. You know how we understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be acting with Chesed. That's one angle of Tefillah. Then you the Tefillah of Yitzchak. And we know at the Brachim Shmuel Esra, we have the Tefillah of Yitzchak. It's Baruch Atah Hashem Mechaya Meisim. The second Brachim Shmuel Esra. Why was it Yitzchak's Bracha? Chazal tell us that when Yitzchak was bound on the Mizbeach, and Abraham was about to shecht him, he got to a stage where his Neshama came out left his body. He already killed, even though he wasn't physically killed yet, but he felt his dying. And Chazal said that after HaKadosh Baruch Hu intervened in the last second, and Yitzchak was untied and brought off the Mizbech, he got up and he said, Baruch Atah Hashem Mechaye HaMetzim. The Zara points out that the letters of the word Yitzchak, reorganized, make the word Ketzchai, the end of life. Ketzchai. Yitzchak experienced what it means to end life, but he came back again. It was a Muslim of Tchir by Yitzchak. Now what's the Tfilah for that? What's the Tfilah there? This is the second aspect of Tfilah. This is what we say, Atzo Gibor Le'olam Hashem. Is HaKadosh Baruch you are strong. Atzo Gibor. Strong in context to what? Right? Stre- strength is relative. Oh, but in what way does it see the Ba'ashem? So this is something amazing. Chazal tell us. Where is HaKadosh Baruch strong? That even once HaKadosh Baruch made a gazera to do something, HaKadosh Baruch can decide to go against that. That's what we say. Why were people meant to be choylim and asurim and choylim and whatever it's going to be? Noiflim. Because Kodesh Baruch decided that. It wasn't on its own. But the gvur of Kodesh Baruch even if Alpi didn't, that's what they deserve, there's a gvur more than that. Hashem is roifei the choylim and matir the asurim. And soimech the noiflim. And mechayi the mesim. Yitzchak understood that on himself. He felt he was meant, the, the original psach, the original din, the original devo of Hashem is he killed Yitzchak, Gosh Echtim. And Gosh Baruch was kovish that. Bring him back. Mechaya Mason. 
That's Yitzchak's element of tefillah. That's the first of all. We always say, in order to dive into somebody, in order to ask some, even a person, even to ask a person for a favor, you need two factors. If you're asking another human being for a favor, really, it's only worth asking somebody if you have two, two factors. The first one is, he wants to help you. Right? Let's say, I need a lot of money, I want to build a ship. So, what's the big deal? There are lots of billionaires in the world. What's, what's, what's hard about it? I'm just going to ask them. It could be the people who can help you, but if they don't want to, it's not going to work. Well, why should I help you? The first thing you need to ask somebody is if they want to help you. The second thing you need is they're able to. You can have the other way around as well. There'll be a lot of people who want to help you. They aren't in the position to do it. And therefore, to ask somebody for something, I need two factors. Number one, they want to help me. And number two, they're able to. This, that's the first part of the first two the, the elements of Tefillah. The Tefillah of Avraham Avinu is a Tefillah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yabal Chesed. You want to help us. And the Tefillah of Yitzhak HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yabal Yechoyles. You're able to help us. Nothing can stop you if you want us to help us. That's the first two elements of Tefillah. The Tefillah of Avram, the Tefillah of Yitzhak. And then comes the Tefillah of Yaakov. We find two times Yaakov Davids. And both of them under similar circumstances. The one time was when Yaakov was running to love. And Yaakov was afraid. He was afraid. He, was, he knew Lovin was a force to be reckoned with. And he says, I'm not going to go and talk about Davin Bahara Maria. And he went to Davin Bahara Maria. It was a Tfilim Mitaich, the Pachat of meeting Lovin. And the second time Yaakov Davin, 20 years later, we find, on his way back from Lovin, when he's now coming to meet Esau. And he hears Esau's coming to meet him with 400 men. And he Davin's to Hashem. The Tefillah of Yaakov, both times, is from a mitoycha makam of sorrow, mitoycha makam of fear. And what's the element of Yaakov's Tefillah? It's the same thing. That he's afraid of God and he's afraid of Esau. The Nebuch tells us a big story. It's already a Gemara and Chodim. The Nebuch calls us a big scholar. And he says that if a person is in a massive sakar, and he thinks, There's nothing except you, Kaddish Baruch Nothing can affect me if you're taking care of me. There's nothing that can, take, that can affect me if Kaddish Baruch is in control. He's watching me, he's looking after me. Then there's a special Hanhoga that he can have with Kaddish Baruch Hu looking after me. Hashem will be Goyal Yaakov and save him from somebody that's stronger than him. That was how Yaakov felt. Both by Lovin and by Esau. Physically, they were stronger than him. Yaakov's tefillah is the tefillah of Bittachon. Mitoich, the haptach, v'atzoh amartzoh. Yaakov's lashon. You promised me that you'd look after me and everything, and that's what I'm coming to dive into you. That's the reason in the Brachah Shemun Esrei. Atal Kodesh. V'shim Chokodesh. Baruch Atah Hashem Akeh HaKodesh. Kodesh, like Yisrael and Rosh Hashanah, is something which is above everything else. Like we said, when we expand this Rosh Hashanah, Kodesh Atov and Nerushmecho, Ve'en Eloika Mibaladecho. There's nothing else besides you. That's the Tefillah of Yaakov. The Tefillah of Yaakov is 
even in situations where he's confronted with forces of wrath, opposition, the enemy which is stronger than him. That's the Akash Kedush. The third part of the Bible is, is, is the Bittachim, or it's something else? The Kedush Mechayim Elohim Salah. I don't talk about that, but let's talk about Klai Yisrael. That's the Kedush Mechayim It's not for nothing. Just add one last point for Yaakov, for a moment. That the Gemara tells us that the Tfilah of Yaakov is married. The Tfilah of Yaakov is the Tfilah of the night. The concept of Tfilah by night is not a concept of it's just a different time of the day. Nighttime needs its own kind of filler. It's the time when a person is naturally afraid. It's the time when a person is uh, so the koichas of the Ra in the world, the Moshe by night, as Zara tells us. Right? And therefore, it's a time when a person naturally feels more afraid. That's the kind of filler of the filler of Yaakov. So that's the first three brachas of Shemunesha. And we see each, the expression of filler of each one of them. Be'atzim parallels the middah which they came to represent. Yaakov is middah in the world. When we talk about his middah, it's middah to Amos. Not me now. The Einoid Nuvadah. The fact that there's nothing besides Hashem is the Amos. The Amos is, that, like we say, Amos Malkeinu, Ephes Ulasot. There's nothing else. If a person lives with that reality, there's nothing else that should protect him. That's the Emes Yaakov has to see through all the opposition, through all the threat, through all the fear. That's the Tefillah of Yaakov. Then we come to Maishu Rabbein. Tefillah Moshe tells us that's a parakin to hit Make a point, Tfilah the Moshe. Moshe ben Tfilah is like the Gemara says, like the Basak says, we'll see that Hashem is in control. Toshev Enosh Adakov. You can reduce the person to nothing. A thousand years is like nothing to Yashem. They can grow in the morning, the Arab, the Yemaid of Yavish, but the night they dry down. If a Kosh Baruch is angry, he'll destroy everything. There's something which you have to understand about Moshe Rabbein. It's an amazing thing. There's a famous question which was asked many times. And that is, why are Hashem successful? Why are Hashem successful? Why is there such a thing as a rush of a table? You'll find this question asked by many Nabi, by many times in Chazar. The first one to ask the question was Moshe Rabbein. The Chazar say, the Gemara says, Moshe Rabbein says, Explain to me Hashem the way you're running the world. Say Chazal, what he's really asking was, why are Hashem being Matlech? And why was that a question which Moshe asked? Why was that a question which starts from Moshe Rabbein? And the answer is, 
more than anybody else. Moshe was aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's As a Navi at the highest level, so more than anybody else, Moshe could see, <laughs> he was a witness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's power. And if that's the case, it's creative theory. It's creative theory. Why doesn't Hashem intervene? Why doesn't Hashem destroy the opposition? Why, why do Hashem get away with doing the wrong thing? Moshe's answer to the question. Then the parent is ahead of him. I have to explain exactly this point. When he talks about the fact that when there's a medicine, you call your man upon the bear of a you didn't know anyway, come a hegger. And I have to finish in a second if Hashem's angry. Shut up in the sand of the Nekdech, if you put out a verse in front of you. His answer is, the reason why HaKadosh Baruch doesn't destroy, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't punish, even though Be'etzim, he's able to, even though Be'etzim in the terms of, it's right, he should, in the sense of Emes, he should. Mr. Shalom explains this. He says the reason is because if you give people time, they can do children. Mr. Shalom, the end of the Torah, here is our discussion. It says there's mirrors that did in the world. There's MS, there's Yosher, there's what's right. How does the Kaddish Baruch let people get away with doing the wrong thing? And the Messiah answers that there's for sure MS in the world. Except it's not immediate. And the Racham is that Hashem gives people time. And the point of giving people time is in order to give them the opportunity to do truth. It gives people time and the chance to do truth. To rectify things on their own. And says the Mr. Sharm, Mrs. Pashut, if a person doesn't use that opportunity, if a person doesn't take the chance to do Chiva, then Basava Shadava the punishment will come. It's just being held off. It's being held off as give a person the chance. Why don't your Banshal answers the Moshe Banshal told Moshe Kliranis all in Bukhoi? This is the terrorist. Why didn't Bashal tell him this? That's exactly what the Banshal did tell him. It says, If you look in the what's already happened, you'll see. Head you can't see because I haven't yet brought I haven't yet brought things to the conclusion. Hashem is still waiting. But if you look backwards and you see what's already happened in history, you'll see that when Hashem closes the circle, everything gets dealt with. How does that explain why He allows them to be successful? Maybe it explains how He allows them to be alive. Why does He allow them to flourish and be successful? The, let's look at one more Chazal Moshe. The Chazal says. In the Oymek, when Chazal said exactly this point, that when HaKadosh Baruch originally told Moshe, after Sechei Tzegel, the 30 minutes of Rachamim, so it repeats twice, Hashem, Hashem. Chazal said, Rashi brings it, that HaKadosh Baruch has minutes of Rachamim before someone does another. And HaKadosh Baruch has minutes of Rachamim exactly the same after the person does another. The minutes of Rachamim is the same. And Chazal said, Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, he says, before and the very understand what is minutes of Rachamim. But after that, why is it still the Rachamim? Punish them. And this is Moshe's question. And Hashem's answer to him was, Chayecha, you're going to need this mirror. Wait and see. And after the Chayetam Raglim, Moshe comes to Davin to Hashem. So Hashem tells him, Chayesha already begat their Rishayim. They were Chayetam ten times already. So they're already going to begat their Rishayim. So I should destroy them. And Moshe says, I'm asking for Rachamim. Hashem says, 
That's what I told you. Chayecho, you're going to need this nigga. Now let's ask a question. We're going to answer a question about Let's ask a question. What did Moshe Rabbeinu want to happen to Kaisal at that stage? After Chayet Meraglin. Take everything away from them, reduce them to poverty, make them all sick, just don't kill them? No. Let them keep going, actually going. Give them a chance to do tshuva. Which means whatever the Rachamim was until now, don't take it away. Give them more time. And the Amos, we said this every year before Yom Kippur, because I think it's such a tremendous insight. The Vilnagon explains that Atfira and Yom Kippur is very similar to that. There are those things maybe we can do tshuva for, and Hashem will, we can guarantee you will never do this again. But there are those things which we're not yet perfect. And we can't honestly say that, tell ourselves we'll never do this again. We're going to live to Hashem. So what's that Atfira? Atfira is, give us time, we're improving. Maybe right now we can't yet conquer our gaivu, our taivu, or our kaas, or any other meta. Because we are we're still young. Give us another 20, 30, 40 years, we'll get there, we're on the way. And how do you want to spend those 30 years? With all the rachamim in the world. Don't take anything away from us. We want it all, but give us time. The rachamim gives, gives us enough time that we'll be able to fix things on our own. Now was the chiddush of Moshe. The fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person a chance so to speak, to, deserve, to fix things up, to get to the stage where he deserves. That's why Hashem holds back the punishment. After explaining all the oinish and how much Hashem's anger and distress people, he finishes out that Hashem's happiness should be with us. We should be happy with what we do. And when Hashem doesn't do that, it's because Hashem wants, wants us to be mirat to Him. Do something which is... Is that why Hashem expelled him to do the Because he wrote HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a man of Sabin. He's prepared to wait. This is the insight. I've said this before, I'll say it again. If we think about it, the Amos says this is the same midah why Mashiach hasn't come yet. Because the longer Hashem is prepared to wait, the more chance it gives people to the Chuf. Because once Mashiach comes, there's no longer opposition to the Chuf. And therefore, for all those who haven't yet done Chuvah, the longer HaKadosh Baruch is prepared to wait, it's giving them more of a chance. It's coming from the same middle. It's coming from the same middle. It'll get to a stage where it's not trying to wait anymore. But as long as it's possible to give more people a chance, HaKadosh Baruch is prepared to wait. That's the same middle. That's the reason why Mashiach has to come and go to school and come and go to Yes. That's what he's waiting about. Right. Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha. Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah. Is the bracha is the tefillah of Ritzay. Ritzay Hashem elakein abamchi Yisro. You should be misratzim. You should be happy with us. We should justify the fact that you're giving us the rachamim, because we should get to the stage where we deserve it. That's the vihinoyam Hashem elakein olein. Rakhosh Baruch should be happy with us. That's the tefillah of Moshe. Tefillah of Aaron Akoy. Let's first talk about this context of Aaron Cohen's Twitter. The Twitter of Aaron Cohen was a Twitter in, was in his capacity as the Cohen God. His capacity as the Cohen God. What was the avoid of the Cohen? We can extend this and ask what is the avoid of Carbonus altogether? As I explained, this brought down in the Mephoshim also, that the concept of Carbonus is to bring the world back to Hashem. It gives us the vehicle to use things here to bring them back to Hashem. 
sins rather than full physical will. In what way can we use it to bring it to be made back to Hashem? What does it mean to be For example, Hashem Baruch gives us, let's say, we have a field, and Hashem Baruch gives us a whole field full of crops, fruit or grains, whatever it's going to be. And now we want to, in some way, reciprocate. Hashem Baruch wants to bring it back. We don't have, a, we don't have an avenue to do that. The Korbanus gives the person the ability to reciprocate. Hashem, you gave us fruit, I'm bringing you Bikurim. HaKadosh Baruch you gave us wheat, I'm bringing you Menachos. You gave us animals, I'm bringing you Korbanus. You gave us oils, I'm giving you wine. You gave us grapes, I mean oil. You gave us the grapes, I'm giving you the wine. It's an amazing thing. The Rambam writes that everything in the Korbanus are the staples of a human diet. Think about it. What do we bring as a Korban? Everything people used to eat. Their fruits, the grains, wine, oil, meat, and water, and salt. That's it. That's everything. Whatever we have, that's what we're giving back. The vehicle to give back to Hashem was through the Besim leaders, was through the Korbanis. That was the Tzvid of the Kayin. That was the Tzvid of Aaron. The ability to bring back, to be, so to speak, use this world as a way to bring things back to our Kaddish For MS, that's the bracha of Maidim. That's the bracha of Maidim. At a simple level, Maidim means to say thank you, to be grateful. Maidim and Achtunach means Hashem, we say thank you to you. Who was MS? I said, on a simple level, Maidim means to say thank you. So we're talking about Aaron and you mentioned MS. I said, no, Aaron is the bracha of Maidim. Now, why is it like that? Maidim isn't just to say thank you. On a deeper level, there's something more in Maidim than that. And that's why we bow down by Maidim also. The idea of Hishtachavar, the idea of bowing down, the Rabbi writes, is saying that when a person stands up straight, it's like having independence, something of God. When I bow down, it says, it's talking about when a person bows down to a king. I have nothing of my own. In front of you, I have a battle myself. The idea of Maidim, of, being, of thanking Kodesh Baruch Hu is, that's him. everything you've given me, it's all yours. I'm giving it, I want to give it back in some way. That's why there's a comparison between Aaron's middle, which is the middle of Hoyt, and the Russian of Hoydah. Hoyt is understanding that everything comes from, again, Rashi of Sachim, talks about the Arab, which comes from the Hoyt Mat and the Vushim. Everything comes as emanation. It's something which comes from a Kodesh Baruch Hoida, thanks, is realizing that. So everything is coming from a Kodesh Baruch and therefore I want to use it to give back to him. The Tfil of Aram we find in the Torah was after he brought the Karbanis. He went to Davin that the fire from Shemaim should come down and, and, and consume it. After he's done the Avaida. The Tfil was that Kodesh Baruch should, so to speak, accept. Take what we were offering him. Tfil of Yosef is Tim Shalim. Let's explain this first, Tafi Nigra. There's a lot to say in the Kabbalah here also, but let's first explain this to Tafi Nigra. Yosef's Midah, so to speak, 
which we find in Mitzrayim, the position is put into, was to sustain, to look after all the other Shvatim. They didn't originally want that. But the Maitre Zashkach worked things out that Moses would be the one to sustain the world. He also would be the one to bring his family to sustain everyone. In other words, yes, is in the category of the Mashbiya. The one who's going to feed, sustain, look after everybody else. Now, Finista, the middle of Yosef, which is the middle of Yosef, is exactly the same thing. It's the soil of Ashkelon. The middle of Shalom, or the concept of Shalom, is, it's quite in the Sifra on this, is that in order to Mashpia, there has to be a connection between the person being, or the entity being Mashpia and the Makabu. That The Shalom, the Achtos between them, that's what creates the channel, that creates the ability for the one to give to the other one. Just to make a very simple example of this. In the relationship of a marriage, we understand also there's a concept of mashpia makabu between the husband and the wife. The framework they have to work in is called shalom. It's called shalom bias, but it's the shalom which creates the ability for there to be that interaction. That's why in the bracha of shalom, everything we ask for, chayim, chayim, v'chayim, v'chayim, is all ba'or panecha. Why? Because when we have that, then the Torah is everything. means the connection. We're just asking for things. We're asking for the connection. Because when there's that connection, then Akash Baruch can be everything. Where do you see our The connection is called Panim When you face somebody face to face, that's connection. When you're back to back, you're, facing, you're not facing each other directly, there's no connection. So you ask, Or Panecha, the Ishbach will face us. Like I said, Ya'er Hashem Panavei Lecha. Hashem should face you. And then, Ya'asim Lechashalim. Yes, Hashem Panavei Lecha, Ya'asim Lechashalim. When there's a connection, then Hashem can be a Mashkir. This was the, avoid this, this was the life work of Yosef. He felt that inside Echad, his tafid was to be Mashkir and the brothers. The problem was the brothers went for Shalom with him. And it wasn't Shaiti Mashpi on them like that. It took everything that Yosef went through, and it took the whole life story of Yosef to get to the point where there was a Shalom between them. And now, what did Yosef say to them? When they come back to him, it's an amazing thing. They come to him after Yaakov And they say, Forgive us, we were wrong. We did the wrong thing. We we accept. What? Yosef answered them. I'm going to sustain you. Now that there's a shalom you're willing to accept from me, good, now I can look after you. Why was he never mechal? It's a point. But the Nakuda, he wasn't mechal the Torah, there's something else. But the, the, the interaction was now b'shalom, good. Yosef is now able to mashpi on it. So that's the bracha of Yosef. So the first three brachas, the Rishonah is showing this. Kenegad Abraham, Yosef, Yaakov. We have the last three brachas of Shemona Esrei. Rishon Kenegad, Moshe, Aaron, and Yosef. And now what's the Tfilah of David? This is obviously what you're trying to get to tonight. What's the Tfilah of David and Melech? Dawid HaMelech says something, unique expression in Tehillim. Dawid HaMelech says, V'ani Tefillah. Not I Davin. I am a Tefillah. What does it mean? I am a Tefillah. What's the 
obviously, you understand, as you've seen the setup, what's missing? What's the Tfilah of David? The Tfilah of David is the middle for Parashim Yashrei. All the Bakashis. What kind of Tfilah is that? What kind of Tfilah is that? This is what Chazal call Tfilah La'ani. Tfilah La'ani. It's a Tfilah from a place where someone says, HaKadosh Baruch I don't have what I need. I don't have, I'm an Ani. It's just like a person knocks on the door. Why well, am I asking? Because I don't have anything. I'm helpless. What can I do? The Tefillah of David is coming from the position of, I'm an Ani. I have nothing. And if that's the case, everything I need, I need from Hashem. And therefore, every Bakasha in the world, whether it's Das, whether it's health, whether it's Parnas, everything, all falls into the middle part of Hashem. Because in every category, I don't have. I'm penniless. And so David says about himself, I made myself like a baby who needs everything from his mother. He has nothing of his own. He has nothing of his own. The, the tefillah of David isn't coming like a bronze tefillah. For your merits you need to do this. Or it's the tefillah of Yaakov. It's coming from a point of understand that you're running the world. It's coming from a point of I have nothing. I have nothing. I have to ask because what else can I do? Animal violence means understand there's a certain kayak, Akashbok is strong, he can overpower everything. But it's I talk Kaddish, Hashem, you're great in everything. And the other master is coming from the other side. It's coming from I don't have anything. I mean, everything I need, I'm, I'm needy. I don't have anything on my own. I need filler. Everything about me says I need. What's the kayak of such a filler? What's the Kayak of Sashi Tzvila? In the Chazal we've mentioned before. Chazal say, the Kodesh Baruch took Moshev to Shemayim. He showed him with Oitzar Veshel Schayim. He showed him various storehouses of reward. This is the reward for this mitzvah, this is the reward for this mitzvah, this is the reward for this. And then eventually Hashem showed him an Oitzar Godel, a much bigger storehouse. And Moshev says, Hello to me. Who's this one for? What mitzvah is this one for? Hashem says, all the other stories you saw as a reward for something a person's got. A person who has something for his own, I give him what he deserves. But a person who has nothing, then I give him mishali. I give him from what's mine. In other words, this big storehouse of reward is for a person who doesn't have anything of his own, and then Hashem has to give him from his storehouse. That doesn't make any sense. What? The person has got no mitzvahs, and the person has done nothing in his life, now he's going to get free reward. How can that be? That's not fair. Right? So what's the answer? What's the answer? It's not, it's not a handout. It's not a handout. There's a special mailer of a person who realizes, She'ein loy mishaloy. A person that comes to the I have nothing of my own. So then he comes to the I have nothing of my own. I have no one to turn. I don't have anything. That's the schus to get. Not because I feel I've deserved. The evidence is we find even Moshe Ben uses this once. Exactly the same notion. This is Vaishan al Hashem. I asked him, Ka'ani Hamavakish Pesach. Moshe has sold this soul has. Moshe Khaptas you said as well. Right? When a person's coming to Twitter from a point of, I don't have anything. So I'm desperate. What am I going to do? Why does it got a different kind of Twitter? I'll tell you. The other manners of tefillah is a certain understanding of how it's meant to work. 
Imagine. Imagine you're in a position you need to ask somebody a favor. Okay, so I'll go. I'll try. I'll speak to them. I'll sit down. We'll discuss it. I'll ask nicely. But that's not the answer. No, I'm sorry. I can't help you. You came at the wrong time. I'm sorry. I'm not able to help you right now. What are you going to do? You might as well say, okay. Thanks anyway. It's too bad. I tried. But let's say it's something which is there's no options. I have to have it. And the person says, I'm sorry. I can't help you right now. What are you going to say? <laughs> I can't take no for an answer. It's not that, okay, no problem, I'll try somebody else. You have to help me. I have to help you. I'll use something. No, but there's no one else to help me. I have to keep asking. There's no other Eitzah. There's no other Eitzah. I, I have no other avenue to go to. If this is the only Eitzah, then I'm going to have to come back again and again, because what else am I meant to do? That's the Yisrael of the Tefillah of David. That's the Yisrael of the Tefillah of David. When a person feels that he's an Oni, when a person feels that he has nothing, so then what other options does he have? I mean, man is going to have to come back to Akkadish Baruch. When David says, I have nothing, let's see how far this goes. Chazal say that for MS, David was meant to die three hours after he was born. He wouldn't even have life. He didn't even have life. It was only because Adam Arishan gave him 70 years that David has life. Now, let's understand something. Adam Arishan wasn't much giving handouts of his life that he can have this amount of it. It wasn't some amount of generosity. There was the Yisraeli David there. Why, is it, why originally wasn't David meant to live? <coughs> the answer is it was only after the hate of Adam that there was a mocking for David and It was only after the hate that there was a mocking for Adam, for David and because Adam couldn't look at it like that. Exactly the opposite. What it says about Adam, you gave him everything. You made him in charge of the whole bread. You put him above everything. In a position like that, so Adam, you've made him, you've made him show it in the whole mass and everything in the world. It was only after Adam's chait, and he lost everything, so now it's shy to come from the Akara of David Amech, that he have nothing. And from the point that I have nothing, we made it that I have to ask. In a sense, as Ramesh Shabira, Adam gave that life to David because that was the ticket of the Chait of Adam. That was the ticket for the Chait of Adam. What he lost, so to speak, his original level, from what he had, from the matters that he had, the ticket for that was the Tvila of David Amelech. To come from a place of I have nothing, and then to be Zaychet to the Oitzer Agadol, which is Misha and the Mishadai. That was a counter to where Adam went wrong. So man, even his life, he got from Adam. There's one last thing, and someone's going to talk about Baker. It says, the Chazal say, that really Adam was meant, was meant to live for three hours. Until Adam gave him 70 years. What's that? You have three hours. What's the shaykh of three hours? The person says, he's meant to die at birth. What's the matter of living three hours? And the Shana's tomorrow, we're going to say this line. Save us for three hours. What are these three hours? Chazal say that the war lasted love of will last for three hours. I don't know if that means the whole battle, it means a critical stage of the battle, but there'll be a battle of three hours. That's a shalish Save us for those three hours. The heat of the battle of Goygumagoy, those three hours Hashem save us from that.
With what schus? With what schus? What the clients don't have to get through Gagumagag? We're talking about a dar which doesn't deserve the chesed. We're talking about a dar which is not holding by the level of that we spoke about before. And the only schus is that the side of the tefillah of dar. When clients will come to recognition that we have nothing. That we have nothing. Bahamas says it's not hard for him to bring people to that stage. In the middle of a battle. What investments in a different country help you? What does the fact that my furniture help me? What a person's lamps in danger. It's the easiest way for a person to feel I have nothing. Shalai Shais. Those are the three hours David was meant to live. Bahamas says that's the gather of Mashiach bin David. We've spoken about this before. Mashiach bin David is a gather understanding I have nothing. He's an Ish'ani Reicham al He's an Ish'ani. He comes from the point of, I have nothing. I have nothing. That was what David Zemeyach's Tafkid was meant to be. Akkadish Baruch Hu, obviously, organized that he would get his full lifetime to do what David Zemeyach did. But the Tafkid, the place for that fellow, the place for that fellow was for those Shalash Shais. In that critical stage of the battle, then what Kaya Shul's Hatzal is going to be, not the Shosim that they have, but Kaya Shul's Hatzal is going to be the Tefillah which is coming from a place of having nothing. To go into the capital here, we said before. Tefillah on Ikiyate. Dabi Amir says this. He says, Panel Tefillah Sa'arog. He's pointing to the Tefillah of the person who has nothing. Velay Badet Tefillah Sam, Tikasev Zayis Le Dar Acharon. Wrath is for the Dar Acharon. This is the Satsala of the Dar Akhron, the final generation. The generation which is going to stand up to Goy Gumagoy, this is what they need to know. The cost of the Dar Akhron, that there's a Tvila which is coming from a place of, it's not such a big great Tvila, it's not going to come from a Maila, it's going to come from a place of nothingness. I don't have. I want to David says, one more line and finish with that. I'm a Tolas, I'm a worm, I'm not a person. It's a very strange uh, definition. You can say I'm not a person, you can say I'm very small. What's the idea of a Tolas? What's the matter of a worm? Chazal say, Ma Tolas koicho b'fiyo v'gufarach. A Tolas is a very weak thing. Uh, it doesn't have a strong spine, it doesn't have any bones. It's, 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 it's weak, it's nothing. But a Tolas is a tremendous koich. It can eat its way through stone. We know about the Shamra, which built the Vesemirish, it could chew through stones. So it's a very weak thing. But Koycha Bapir, that's a very strong man. David said, I'm a Tilas. I have no Koychas. But one thing I have, I have a very powerful Tfilah. Koycha Bapir. Arizal says, you know, if we have the Anna Bakayach, we call Shem Hashem, Shem Membes. Anna Bakayach talks about these seven levels of the seven Shrizim. Anna Bakayach is the level of Avram, Kabbalah, and Asamcha is the level of Yisrael, and now's the time to explain all of that. I want to talk about the last one. Shavlosenu kabel ushmatakusenu yedet alumis. The last of the seven levels, the devil of David Melech. Shavlosenu kabel. Hashem mekabel that tefillah. That's all we have to say. Shavlosenu kabel ushmatakusenu yedet alumis. Listen to that tefillah. The result says, if you take the Rosh Hashanah, Shin Kuf Vav, study yourself. Shavlosenu kabel ushmatakusenu yedet tefillahs. Take the Rosh Hashanah. It's Rosh Hashanah's talas. It's the same gematria as talas. That's what you said. I have nothing. But I have a craft of I have the ability to dominate. I have the ability to dominate. 
That's why Chazal said, we mentioned before, Rav Haikon says that the war of Goyga Magoyga is going to be on Sukkot. The Moshe brought down from uh, <coughs> that he says that the battle is going to end on Hashanah Rabbah. That's the Koyach of David. The battle is going to end on Hashanah Rabbah. What's the din of Hashanah Rabbah? It's not the din of a Yachid. That was the Saturday in Yom Kippur. The din of Hashanah Rabbah is the din on Klai Yisrael. It's the din on Klai Yisrael. Is this going to be the, the time when there's going to be that Nitzachan over the Rome Yisraelim? The Mashmah says that the Shalash Shas are going to be on Hashanah Rabbah. And therefore each... Just like the idea when we went around Yerichoi seven times, we went out to destroy Yerichoi, the idea of going down around seven times on Rabbah is to destroy the Gorgamagoy, is to destroy the Rav. That showdown is going to be on Hashanah Rabbah. But the Koyach we need to take us through that is the Koyach of David and That's the Bakasha of Tzilul Ani. Mashiach is also called Nani. It comes from the same place. They had the same. Right. There was a sim- I'm not saying that was the only one. David symbolized it much more. The difference between them and, and David was when both uh, Abraham and Moshe said it, they weren't asking for themselves. When Abraham said, I'm not going to for Twitter for Stom. He said, Hashem, I'm not really ready to speak in front of you, but you got to do this for Stom because you're covered. Uh, and when Moshe is talking to Israel, David's talking to Hashem about himself. He says, I'm nothing. I'm a tefillah. I'm an ani. It was a, it's a different point. It was a, a, a gisha in tefillah. That's the, the, the kayak of David. It's brought down that Gogo Magog is Gematrish 70. We know all 70 almost are going to be combined into these two forces called Gogo Magog. Look at that. The Gematrish of Gogo Magog is Shivim. All the 70 almost are going to be combined. What's Klaus Rolls at Sala? Well, the day that the Gogo Magog comes to battle, what's Klaus Rolls at Sala? Exactly this point. Tanish of the is because they're going to fill it. There's nothing for us to do. There's no way we're going to be able to stand up such an army. There's no way we're going to be able to. And other, the Tfila then is going to be a Tfila of only a Tfila because there's nothing else to save us. That's the Kayakh of Dodger. That's the Kayakh of Ashanah Rabbi. That's why Ashanah Rabbi is the Kayakh of Dafka. To do it, this is famous. The Rav is something which has no Sposim on the time. Because that's the symbol of the Tefillah of Hashanah Rabbah. It's coming from a place where I can't, I can't justify it with any Tefillah. I don't have anything. I'm in the Rabbah. But that Tefillah Rabbah has a Tefillah. Which is why the Rabbah, when Chazal set up the body, and they say the Lula is going to get the spine, and the Esau is going to get the heart, the Rabbah is going to get the mouth. It's the same Tefillah. I have no Tefillah, I have no Tefillah, I have no Tefillah, I have no Tefillah, but I have a Tefillah. Good job. Good job.